Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay Mert? What's up, Monica? How are you feeling today? I'm good. I think this topic is going to be interesting. I think it's going to confuse the majority of our listeners. <laughs> you think it's going to confuse them? Yeah, yeah because they haven't had to do it. They don't know what it is. Well, that's true because we haven't done them in a long time and maybe right. aren't still. But it's time to talk about them. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Appreciate you being here. As always, we love our listeners. We love you. And today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this. How to get a price reduction. What? What's What's that? that? How to get a price reduction. Now, listen, guys, we want you to tune in here because even though the market is still very interesting, there are a lot of mistakes that can be made if we overprice. And when we do, we have to get that price. What do we call it? Instead of a price reduction, we call it price price improvement, baby. Improvement. So do we start with that language? Price. I think it is because it is all about the language. So price reduction is like, oh, I have to reduce my price. But a price improvement is like, oh, I'm going to improve it to get what I want. That's right. That's right. So, you know, words matter, right? Words matter. Right. So Jen, When's the last time you had to get a price reduction? I mean, it's, well, okay. It's been a while in the traditional sense, but we were, we do do this online bidding situation and that requires, it's a marketing through the price basically. And so we are drastically reducing the price on that to market, to pull buyers, to increase like an eBay situation. So that is a fairly tough conversation, but I would say in like a, like, quote unquote, normal market and like a regular type listing with no additional marketing strategies. It's been a while. What about you? Been a while as well. But I think it, because it's kind of this little lost art, I think it's important to bring it back to the surface, talk about techniques, because this is where you kind of make or break the relationship. I think this is sort of that fork in the road with the sellers, don't you think? I also think that people, agents will we look at it as like kind of its own conversation. It's like, oh no, it didn't sell. We have to talk about the price because that's what it is, right? It's value. Value equals. That's right. Price plus condition. Right. So if you're not changing the condition, you have to change the price, right? In order to create more value. This is the conversation. But to me, and I'm sure to you also, this conversation happens at the beginning And then one of the tips that what's helped us achieve this is getting the seller to sit, talk to you about the price before you have to have this like dreaded conversation. Mm -hmm. Do you do it before like kind of talk about, I know you talk about the market and stuff and talk about price. Yes, I do an entire expectation section of the uh, list, the strategy meeting, the marketing strategy meeting, which is what I call listing appointment. And here's how that goes. now. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, one of three things is going to happen when we list your house. The first thing that can happen is that we can have 
a couple buyers through here. They like it. They write offers. We take the offer. We're done. Great. This is what we're hoping yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. The second thing that can happen is uh, that we can get a bunch of showings and no offers. And I just want to have the discussion with you right now that that is going to be a price subject. That's a pricing issue. Even if nobody mentions the Even price. Nobody mentions price. And you have to say this, guys. You have to. So you can have a bunch of showings, no offers. I'm sorry. Can I interrupt you really quickly? Yes. You kind of have to say that. And you also have to make sure that the feedback comes to you first so that you can really make sure that it says what they actually meant. Because oftentimes agents won't write what they meant. And what they mean is for the price, da-da-da-da-da, whatever they wrote. Right. So you have it come to you first. You write for the price, (laughs) and then you... Keep oh, what they wrote you're changing and then you the feedback. That. I'm gonna fight you on that. I am never doing Bro, that. Don't fight me on that. That is Come the on. truth. You can't do that. That's that's illegal. It's not illegal. <laughs> it's also the truth. Carry on. All right. The third thing that can happen is that we're not gonna have any showings. Nobody's gonna come. And that is going to be effect. What that means is that we've been rejected online. And that happens because you've been rejected. I say the words rejected online. And that's because either the pictures are not demonstrating what the house is or the price is not matching up with the pictures. Now I'm going to take the picture question right off the table because I'm going to hire a professional photographer and I'm going to do exactly what we need to do there. So we will never have to ask, is it the pictures? And also side note, we have thought about this too many times, but based on exactly what you said, that is why you should not take your own pictures. Otherwise they're blaming that shit on you. That's hundred percent true. And you and I have never thought about that because that's one of the things we agree on. We thought about the pictures like two episodes ago. I professional photos. I mean, I would not to take my own photos. Oh my God. Please. Number one fan out there. Find this. No, no. What I said was if you happen to be a photographer and an agent. Yeah. Same thing. Don't take them. I'm not a photographer. 99.9% 99.9% of agents are not photographers. So even, I was if you, even if you are a photographer, you should not take them because they are going to blame you and you are okay. not the problem. Carry on. That is a different subject. I do not think agents should take their own freaking pictures. Okay. <laughs> so the point is that guys, if you're not getting the pricing conversation done during the yes. listing consultation, listing. then I think you're setting yourself up for failure. And I like how you positioned it with kind of like, here are the choices of what can happen because you're exactly right, right? Even in any market, any of these three things can happen no matter what, right? So it's like, that also leads into a conversation about the market, which you always say is like, it's demonstrating your expertise as a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Because what do you think? A fourth one that I say now, because I can say, hey, look, the other thing that can happen is we're going to get a ton of showings and a ton of offers and they're going to be overpriced. And that does not mean we've underpriced it. That means we've priced it perfectly. Like right. you've got to give yourself credit for and that. We're going to take going, advantage of the desperation. Yeah, turn this amazing thing into a negative. And you're you're sitting there like, what just happened, people? I just be like, it happened too fast. We got an offer on the first day. We priced it too low. You're like, would you like it to take longer? Right. But guys, we're missing these opportunities. And if you're going into these listings and you're just bringing the contract and you're not 
taking the time to demonstrate what you do is set expectations. You're missing it. You're missing the opportunity to serve them right. And you're missing the opportunity for the future referrals. Agreed. So if I was going to take what you said and then move to the next step. So 100% set up this stage at the beginning. Then along the way, as the listing agent, you need to be calling the buyer's agent before they show the property. Because the way that most of us are set up is we don't go to the property. We don't go to the showings. We don't meet the buyer. Another agent has the buyer. So you have to sell the house basically twice. You have to sell it to the agent and the agent has to sell it to their buyer. But in order for that to happen, you have to ask questions. What is your buyer looking for? How long have they been looking? Have they been putting in offers that they haven't gotten? Like ask questions. This Mm -hmm. is the time that that agent is going to show all of the cards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Before they go in, because they're so hopeful that it'll be the right house and they want to please you because they want you to pick their offer. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Get them. Yeah. Yeah. And during this time, so you call them, then you get the seller excited also about it. So you let them know what you found out. And then you obviously send your showing feedback. If they don't give it, you call it, call them, blah, blah, blah. But then circle back with the seller. Also, so you're giving them the feedback in real time. I would not wait a week or two days or a day or whatever. Like in real time, give them the feedback. And set up a CMA search that comes to yourself of everything pending, active, sold, anything that's like the CMA, the comparative market analysis, set that up, bring it to you. And then you in real time, tell the seller. So at your listing, like during your listing time, you're talking to the seller like a thousand times. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. a lot. It's a Mm -hmm. lot. It's like a thousand times, probably a day. But what happens is if it doesn't sell, the conversation about price is there's not even like a conversation. They will literally say, do you think we should reduce the price? Right. Literally. If you've done the work up front, mm -hmm. it's true. And in those two scenarios where we say, we're not going to get anybody through and we don't get any offers or we get people through and we don't get any offers, that is followed up by. And so what we must do is we must make a quick price adjustment. I'm talking within seven to 14 days. At the longest, you know, at the longest of- in this market, I don't yeah. uh, set I more seven than 14, depending on but, the average days on market, right? Yeah, like sure. when you're doing your research and you're telling them, look, the average days on market for these comparables is one day, seven days, 30 days, 160 days, whatever it is, you need to make your price adjustment prior to that. Correct. Get ahead of the market. Jen, have you ever used the visual of when you drop the price? that they're chasing the market down. Yeah, let's Um, talk more about that. Yeah, I think it's a visual. And obviously we're doing a podcast here. So unless you're on YouTube watching it a little bit hard, but when you are talking about the getting the price right from the get-go and avoiding the price reduction, you can talk about the strategy that's working right now, which is to price it at just below market to let the buyers push the price. It also has to be a price that's searchable. It can't be in this like no man's land, like Correct. 347. No, 350, 350 325. Yep. 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 Like one um, of those. I'm a big like, proponent. You and I do agree on that as well. But then when you demonstrate that, that, that to them and they say, you know, well, we still think we want to give a little wiggle room and we want to give a little negotiating room. And then you can have the discussion of if you price it up here, 
and we don't get it sold, what will happen then, we're going to drop the price and you take your pen and you drive it down the piece of paper. And then you slowly do another little etch over and etch over. And then you can say, what we're doing is we're chasing the market down and that will never end up very well for you. That is where you lose money. Like they, yeah. these are, again, you're, you're in, like imparting your education, your experience. And if you guys don't have this yet, you got to start chasing this information down on YouTube or obviously listening to our podcast helps too, I'm sure. Or that's our hope. Because here's the thing. The reality is, is it's logical for the seller to say, and it makes sense to be like, well, I want to price it high so that I can have room to negotiate. Okay, I get it. I see how that logically makes sense. Mm -hmm. Let me share with you the reality of it, right? Mm -hmm. In your market, you can see here, how long was house A on the market for? Six days. How long was house B on the market for? Five days. How long was house C on the market for? Two days, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're sitting, let's say we do that. Let's say we price it high so we have room to negotiate. By the way, what is the sale price compared to what it was listed at? Oh, 100%, meaning they got what they wanted. Oh, 102, meaning they got, yes, they got more than they wanted. Right. So if we price it a little bit higher, theoretically, we're not going to get 100% of what we asked because nobody else did either, right? They're like, right, okay. So if we price it higher, that means we'll likely sit on the market. And if we sit, and let's say we're sitting at day seven, we're sitting at day nine, And these people that have been looking for houses have not found one. And everything they do find, it's in multiple offers or it's gone. Mm -hmm. So by the time they get to your house, you've been sitting. Do you think that they think something's wrong with the house? Mm -hmm. Yep. Nobody else wants it. We can get a deal on it. Yeah. If you walk them down the path slowly, they Mm -hmm. will get it. You know, what's interesting is when I'm talking to buyers which I know you don't do very often when Sharon and I are talking to buyers and we have somebody that's got a hard cap, let's say they can't go over 300. Right. We're set, not setting the search up to 300 oh. with any expectation, right? So we're talking about if we're going to do that, then let's look at homes that have been on the market over 15 yes. days yeah. because we know we can get them for less. Like this is how your buyers are thinking about your home. Do you want yes. that? Like right. this is, let's go to, to Ollie's basement bargain shop, right? Or whatever the hell that store's name is. It's Tuesday mornings versus, I don't know, Target. Macy's. Target. I don't know. Yeah. Tar- Target's yeah. expensive. We're going so, Macy's style. On, on the of, tile, not the carpet. Macy's. I can't get, get out, out of Target tar- for less than $250 anytime I go. I don't know what it is. You said you wanted more leads and you want them calling you. Well, we found an automated lead engine system called Refocus CRM. So this system will get buyers and sellers calling you directly. All you have to do is answer the phone, but they not only help with buyer and seller leads calling you, Refocus CRM also helps with your website, automated templates to your sphere and incoming leads, social media management and ad campaigns, online reputation management and weekly masterminds with packages starting at just $197 a month. Go to refocuscrm.com slash fight club to schedule a free demo. What I'm gathering from our conversation here and what I'm hoping our listeners are gathering is by the time you need a price reduction, it's too late to start talking about a price reduction, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is not 
something you put your head in the sand and pretend it's not going to happen. No. We've got to have language around it. We've got to set expectations. And if you're wrong, great. But if you're right, this is going to help you get the right price. Well, and I think too, it's like, it's not about us. We're reading the market, right? We're interpreting the market. We have got to stay detached from what the market says. Like, we're just like, this is what it looks like. And it should tell a story so that they can also easily read the story. And then Mm -hmm. you land on a price together that makes sense, not only from the comparables, also from a marketing standpoint and how people search. It should not be like, this is what the price is going to be. No, you're not buying the damn house. Stop I always say, I'm going to take the power away from you. You don't get to decide what your house sells for. I'm sorry, this probably doesn't feel very good to you right now, but you don't get to decide. Now I'm going to give you a little power back. What you do get to decide is if you're going to sell it to the market for what they want, Ooh. or are you going to be, keep it in, in house? You keep it. They're like, no, we're not. We're not doing that. Okay. okay. Just so you're aware, we don't get to decide. Are we good with that? Like you got to say these it. things, right? Yeah. That's and perfect. Before we go into reverse or yeah. reverse prospecting, reverse offers, um, reverse offers. Oh, the reverse offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said it, I was thinking reverse prospecting, but reverse. What offers. you should also be doing. Tell us more about that, Monica. I will, but I want to go back to what you said. You touched on it briefly, like no, sort of knowing the dynamics of the market. Guys, if you don't have supply and demand, an understanding of supply and demand in that particular segment of the market, in that particular area, price and area, and you can't talk about that, I want you to study that and learn that. There's a tool that I use that helps me come off a lot smarter than I am. And it's called, it's a Teradatum product and it's called Cloud Market Metrics. It is like a hundred bucks a year, something close to that for the year. It's the best money you'll spend. You can pull supply and demand reports. And what it does is it goes back 24 months and it shows how many houses were on the market, how many houses went pending that month. And you can begin to see trending data, especially because the last two years has been, there've been very similar markets to what we're in now, right? It's not like an entirely different market. So- Guys, be students of supply and demand and understand that. And man, will you impress upon a seller your knowledge of how to play the market right for them? Yeah, I agree. And Alan and I have been using like this Excel spreadsheet where you just like kind of plug in certain data and then it it pops out like, is it is it improving? Is it like what's going on like in the market too? Interesting. So oh. We can give you that little spreadsheet if you like. Maybe you could do a video on that and show people what you're doing. Oh, fancy. Like okay. That sounds cool. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about reverse offers. What is that? Okay. So this is where this we use reverse offers when we've had showings. It seems like there's some interest. We all know it's the price. Reese, I would say in the last handful of years, it used to be buyers would make an offer and they didn't really care what the price mm-hmm. the seller had it listed at. They would just be like, well, let's negotiate. Mm-hmm. But we basically have like, I think it's like when CarMax got really popular, it was like this no nego- no haggle, no negotiation. Mm-hmm. The buyers in the last handful of years have struggled with negotiation in my point of view. They like get nervous about it. They don't want to upset anybody, whatever. So if, if you know it's the price and the sellers do have some room, like they're considering a price improvement you can have the sellers make an offer to the buyer with the new price and the new terms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, 
before mm. you do the price reduction. Yes. I have done that once, not, not once. I have done that a handful of times. Do you uh, draft it up? Yeah. You put it in pa- on paper? Yeah. That's interesting. I can't remember if I did or not. It's kind of weird, right? It's kind of weird because, and you have to like, but look, if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Okay. Because if it works, terrific. If it doesn't work, you've done something that nobody else has talked about. You've been proactive. You work for your client, the seller. Mm -hmm. You've been proactive to get offers from these people. They're not Mm -hmm. making an offer. Now you can say, look, we did everything. We have got to now do something else. Mm -hmm. You know, which is improve the price. But let me ask you, when you're improving the price, what is your threshold for like how much to go down? Well, I don't screw around. You ever go up? I don't screw around with that. But I also, one of my standards is not to overprice a house beyond, you know, a certain percentage. I just won't take the listing. Right. So my answer might not be the same as as yours or some others because look, if 225 wasn't right, 219 isn't right either. Right. You know what I mean? I'm taking bigger jumps. I'm trying to, instead of the seller chasing the market down, I'm trying to jump leapfrog and catch it underneath and try to push it back up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Agreed. And if you can get to that like right price, you then may have a couple of buyers to push it back up. But if you keep, or if you don't leapfrog it, you won't ever get the chance. That's right. I mean, in that example, if you're at 225 and your sellers want 219 and you really think it's down in the low twos, like the smart move is to put it at two and push it back up to 210, which you would have probably never have gotten if you just kept dropping down. Right. The other thing, I don't, this is kind of not, it's not about price reductions, but, oh, we should do one on like negotiation strategies. Yeah, that would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, we probably have different approaches to that, you and I. <laughs> I'm definitely meaner than you, I think. I'm quite sure. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. All right. So any final thoughts? Okay. So we're clear on the fact that the the price analysis and negotiation with your seller is done ahead of the listing. Yeah. Clear on that. Right, everybody? Yeah. We're also clear if you find yourself in a point of doing a price reduction that you must come with data, an understanding of supply and demand, facts, You can't just say, I think it's time for a price reduction. Like that's why sellers freaking hate us. Right. That's the dumbest. It's dumb. That's not the argument. You can say that, but then you got to support it with some sort of data and facts. You need to understand the market. Get in some of these other houses so that you know, like, hey, that house that sold for the same as we're asking, you know, had a finished basement that was 10X yours and also had an extra acre. And it didn't smell like smoke, right? So, I mean, yeah, we'll take them to it too during the listing consultation. Mm-hmm. I've done that plenty of times. Like, let's go look at the neighbor's house. Yes, that's a good one. Because then they know for real if they've never been in it. And then yeah. if you want that that supply and demand, well, it's really more of like a market analysis. If you want that market analysis spreadsheet, just do text market to 513-400-1691 and I'll send you a copy of that so you can use that. Nice, nice. All right, I guess that's all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to uh, share this with your friends, we love that. And don't forget to track us down on all of the different social media places. Jen and I are everywhere. We're everywhere, you can't miss us. It's just freaking everywhere. I mean, every time I watch some of our 
reels. And Sharon's like, what's that? I'm like, it's just Jen and I. <laughs> I'm just laughing. She's like, what are you laughing at? Jen and I. <laughs> They're pretty funny. And if you are an agent and you want to find out how to partner with us so you can level up your business and your life, give me a call or a text at 513-400-1691. All right. Thanks, Monica. All right. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.